0: Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Conscious Talk is brought to you in part by Essential Formulas, distributors of Dr. O'Hara's and Reg Active, now available online as well as in fine health stores. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob
1: Spears.
2: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show.
1: Well, yes, and, you know, every once in a while we like to review what we're doing with Conscious Talk and uh, what you think about it and you know where we're going. And for years we've been bringing you what we consider some new thought and we're constantly looking for that. And this year is no different. We're starting to go down some different directions with sponsors. We um, have discovered some new things that have been very helpful in our lives and um, we hope that you will really take it to heart and find that they are also helpful in your life.
2: Yes, and we'll be bringing some of that to you in the days and weeks and months ahead. We're always looking at right, like Rob says, right at the edge of consciousness, the new things that are out there, things that are real, that are authentic, that really make a difference in your life. And if they make a difference in our life, then we know they will make a difference in your life. And that's why we test them out, whether it's products or we talk to people, new ideas, new thought, however that comes across, we really take it to heart and take it in.
1: Yeah, uh, the thing that's been most important to us it has been discovering that spiritual rudder mm-hmm. of what's going on in that internal landscape. And so we continue to search for uh, those things that uh, keep us steady those things that allow us to see who we really are and so along with the new uh, there are there is some old Mm -hmm. Um, there is the down-to-earth spirituality which we do there are a few regulars that we've had on over the years and I think that uh, they help us Hold that continuity and keep up the exploration. It's great to have mentors that keep reminding us of who we are and how we find out who that person is.
2: And what we have found out over the years with ourselves, our clients, and you, our listening audience, it is consistency that makes the difference. Practice, practice, practice. Be consistent in what you are doing in a spiritual sense, and it builds upon itself, and it becomes something that is not only secondary in your life, but now your way of life, and that's what makes life worth living. And
1: so we thank you if you listen to our live broadcast, uh, whether you go into our archives or our podcast on Podcast One or iTunes, however you catch the show, because we have another one coming up right now.
0: Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Well, coming up this hour on Conscious Talk. So, you know, there have been many myths over the years about wolves, most of them with the wolf as an adversary. Would you believe a wolf might also be a therapy animal? Well, we'll talk to Teo Alfaro, founder of the Wolf Connection Sanctuary and creator of Wolf Therapy a program for individuals suffering from emotional and psychological trauma. And now we welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears.
2: And thank you, Benny, and welcome folks to another hour of Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. And yes, we're making a difference again here today because we bring to you the very best people that we know of. People that are making a positive difference in their lives and the lives of others. People that are learning, growing, they're waking up, coming on the show, teaching all of us. And on this show, we learn and grow together one listener at a time, and that listener is you.
1: Well, our very special guest today is uh, Teo Alfaro. He is the author of The Wolf Connection, What Wolves Can Teach Us About Being Human. And uh, Teo is the founder of the Wolf Connection Sanctuary and creator of Wolf Therapy. It's a singular program that empowers individuals dealing with psychological and emotional pain, addiction, and trauma using the human wolf bond. Now, Teo's also uh, obviously a transformational teacher and shamanic practitioner whose work is strongly influenced by that of Carlos Casaneda. And um, we, uh, of course, have talked about wolves and and how important they are to our ecosystem. This book goes far beyond that. Mm -hmm. We think that you're going to really be surprised. Um, Teo, welcome to Conscious Talk.
3: Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure.
2: Well, Tail, we um we told you prior to to getting on the air with you how much we are endeared to wolves, and we understand that they are much greater than part of our ecosystem. Um, what has happened in our history that we are so afraid of wolves, and we've gone to the point now where here in this country we're we're you know almost. Driving them into extinction. What uh, is your perspective on that?
3: Well, unfortunately, wolves is not the only thing that we are driving mm-hmm. into extinction,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and and the the main thing we're probably driving into extinction is ourselves.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So, um, and I don't know what's going to take for humanity to to wake up as a whole. I mean, there are sparks of consciousness uh, in, in individuals, people that are beginning to understand our 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 true place in the natural world, mm-hmm. but as a as a as a species, we're still clueless, mm-hmm. and we don't have much time.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so to your question, Brenda, uh, the humans. I, I mean, I believe humans. We are a called a species of uh, with with a very short uh, term memory. Uh, so um, we 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 forget uh, where we coming from mm-hmm. we forget um, our our origins um you know wolves um up uh, you know up to the uh the time of the inquisition and the uh, and the witch hunts uh the wolf was uh, a a sacred animal worldwide for every um uh, early culture uh, the wolf was uh, our teacher and partner and sister and brother and and um and so much more. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, the, the exploitation of the culture of fear really became institutionalized. And, and in a very short uh, span, in, in a matter of a couple of generations, uh, all the sacred world stories were replaced with uh, stories of, devil worshiping and mm-hmm. and bloodthirsty beast that comes to eat your children mm-hmm. and things like that and um and we forgot i mean it's a study actually done in japan um, Japanese culture revered the wolves um, up until the mid late uh, 1800s. Mm-hmm. so very recent and then um in you know with the advancement of the of the uh, industrial revolution, uh, J- Japan wanted to uh, get in on that and began um, uh, industrial agriculture. Yeah. And then they brought, um, uh, you know, consultants from the United States. Mm. And these consultants, uh, along with the the industrial farming techniques, they brought their prejudice. And views of, on wolves mm-hmm. and they began a nationwide campaign where they were spreading pictures of um, embalmed uh, wolves eating children and eating um, sheep and then within 30 years uh, within within that 20 years wolves were being hunted Brutally, and within 30 years, uh, they were completely extinct in the country. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're looking at, you know, a generation, generation and a half mm-hmm. in order to eradicate a species. And, and furthermore, they hire as professional hunters of wolves um, as um, the equivalent of the samurai, but for hunters in, in Japan. And these men call themselves the wolf. Mm. Mm. They believe they were related to the wolves, and they were the ones Really driving the the wolf to extinction. So um, I write about this in the book. I can only imagine what it did to this this hunter's uh, soul so, to yeah. to you know um, you know brutalize and, and exterminate. Their own, uh, their own kind. You know? yeah.
1: yeah, well, it's interesting that they call themselves the wolves because, as you point out in your book, we actually have a very primal connection throughout our, the natural history before we really subverted that. Um, you know, ancient man actually learned a lot. But I was interested, I think our audience would be interested in um, knowing why you chose wolves to be a therapy animal. I mean, even if we get it, um, it, it's still, you know, for the modern person, you know, we're kind of stuck with the big bad wolf thing and that they're more of an adversary. So um, why are they such a great therapy animal?
3: Yeah, uh, (laughs) I mean, the, the. To claim that I chose the wolf was is giving myself too much credit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they, okay, so they, they chose, chose you. you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. I, had no,
3: I had no clue what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, and I found myself in at the right place in, in the right time. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so the Beat by Wolf, you mentioned Beat by Wolf for a second, and, and that is important to mention that um, the Beat by Wolf is a recent event. Yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. only been uh, a few hundred years that uh, the Brothers Green began um, collecting folklore, um, oral t- tradition and stories and turning it into children's books and, and turning it into, into, again, you know, the Beat by Wolf is the, the, the storytelling version of the Industrial Revolution.
4: Mm-hmm. You
3: know, uh, if you look at all those fairy tales, the animals that are the good guys are the ducks and the pigs and the sheep and the horse and the cow.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, all the farm animals that provided livelihood right. to, to the settlers and, and provided uh, extraordinary wealth mm-hmm. <laughs> later on. Mm-hmm. So um, And the wolf, obviously, was the most spread out predator in the continent,
4: mm-hmm.
3: uh, in the northern hemisphere, in fact. And, and with unprecedented, you know, um, p- power, and it was seen as a, as a threat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, Hollywood, you know, put the last nail in the coffin with all the werewolf stories and all <laughs> yeah. that stuff. Yes. Yeah, so that was it. So, but why, why it make such a, therapy, uh, such a wonderful therapeutic animal? And, and the reason is that it's in both mythology uh, and science. Mm. So our um, early cultures, indigenous cultures around the world, especially in the Northern Hemisphere, have been been talking about the relationship with wolves for millennia. And now science is beginning to suggest that the wolf was the first animal we ever associated with. Mm -hmm. So perhaps hundreds of thousands of years ago, and I'll I'll come back to that date in a moment, uh, we were already running with wolves. So now through the study of epigenetics, and, and the recent archaeological discoveries, we are, um, you know, again, science is suggesting that we have a relationship with wolves like no other relationship in the animal kingdom. Mm-hmm. And, and the days keep, keep getting larger and larger and larger. So there's just a, a recent discovery in northern England where they found wolf remains and early human remains um, buried in the same cave in, in mm-hmm. close proximity from each other, and that was 500,000 years
4: ago. Wow.
2: Yeah, and it just makes total sense. You know, we have talked on this program about we are all connected. We're connected to each other. We're connected to nature. We're connected to the animals. They're connected to us. We can't destroy and drive one species extinct without it affecting us. And people need to wake up to this fact that we can't harm another being without harming ourselves as well on some level. And it's really starting to show, I think, in, in our populations with so many different things that are happening. But the wolf is a, a, a totem animal in my life and really important to Rob and I. And this is part of the reason, folks, we're bringing this to you in this wonderful book by Teo Alfaro, And it's The Wolf Connection, What Wolves Can Teach Us About Being Human. The website is wolfconnection.org. We'll be back with more from Tao after these messages. You're
5: listening to Conscious Talk. Everyone's raving about the newest botanical superstar hitting the store shelves nationwide. Hemp-derived cannabidiol, or CBD, has been receiving a lot of attention for its tremendous promise on human health. Plus, CBD oil by CB Sciences is the trusted brand setting the standards in this newly emerging category of plant-based extracts Ask your local natural health retailer about Plus CBD Oil products by CB Sciences today. Follow us on Facebook and learn more at pluscbdoil.com.
0: For most of us, the New Year's resolution to lose those extra pounds turns to frustration when the weight bounces back no matter how many calories you cut or how many protein meals you eat. The shocking truth is, it's not your fault. The amazing effect of Bio-PH is that it buffers and removes the acid in your body that causes you to gain weight. Make your weight loss program work with clinically proven PowerPH. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. Conscious Talk Radio. Get your dose today. What if you could be your own healer?
6: that's an soul.com
4: there's
7: a reason they invented the internet it's called 1150kknw.com
1: and welcome back you are listening to conscious talk and hey um you know we love bringing you these people that we have over the years and i always like um mentioning uh, how important it is to support those that are helping to shift this consciousness that hasn't been working for us on the planet and sometimes it's reconnecting with parts of us uh, that literally have been lost it's almost like a soul retrieval sometimes (laughs) Mm -hmm. and and that's how i felt about this book the wolf connection what wolves can teach us about being human you know they were there as teo pointed out they were there in the beginning with us uh, and we learned so much from them, and we've probably forgotten more. <laughs>
2: so, Taylor you teach a program. You have people come and uh, be with your wolves, and you teach a program about connecting with the wolves. Um, who are the people that come to you? Are they, are they people that are wanting just to connect with the animal, the wolf itself? Are they coming from he- for healing, and the wolves are helping with that? Tell us a little bit about your program.
3: Well, all of the above. Um, mm-hmm. So first and foremost, Wolf Connection was created as a as a non-profit and as a transitional program for youth in foster care. Mm-hmm. And over the years, we have expanded this, you know, the program is uh, requested and demanded by other populations. So currently we serve uh, teens and young adults transitioning out of foster care. We serve uh, ex-gang members, we serve mm. inca- incarcerated individuals, mm. we serve um, people battling drug addiction, mm-hmm. um, low-income families and, and neighborhoods, and then we serve uh, veterans.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
3: that on the, on the more, um, what I call, off-the-mud program. And then we serve, uh, we have a, a very strong community program where people of uh, all walks of life can come and experience the world in different ways. Uh, We do retreats. And and in the last uh, few months, we opened up for um, leadership and team-building programs for corporations. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I'm hoping to uh, serve uh, companies, uh, plant plant seeds of consciousness in Mm -hmm. areas, in companies especially that have huge reach, like uh, big uh, tech companies, mm-hmm. that they have the ear of the next generation.
4: Mm-hmm. And
3: hopefully, by raising the consciousness of executives of these companies, mm-hmm. the company itself will have a, a, a better message. Yeah. Um,
4: it, yeah.
1: yeah it, it, it's interesting. We've been doing a lot of work with horses of late, and, and horses, you know, literally on the physical level, have a very large heart. And we find out that, you know, metaphysically and in all ways, energetically, they have huge hearts. We have seen how, um, uh, kids, in particular, ADHD kids, this, this, you know, kids that have trouble relating otherwise, um, yeah. to people, uh, you know, really connect with horses. So, is there something similar going on with wolves? I mean, how do they connect? It, it, it seems that they're able, and and you get it reading the stories in your book, how they're able to connect with people that other people have difficulty connecting
3: with. Absolutely. Well, like I said before, the wolf is the first animal relation we have, uh, evolutionary and culturally speaking. The horse is the second. So the way i like to put it sometimes is the wolves gave us our humanity the horse gave us the modern age
4: mm. you know
3: the ability to travel long distances and the mm-hmm. and to you know carry big loads and so forth mm-hmm. so um the prey animal works really well with um with people and kids especially with in in the spectrum uh because they have a um Energetically speaking, they have a, a calmer um, demeanor, even though a horse can be very fierce. Right? Mm-hmm. But it, it just works in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have done, I have horses here at the ranch, not for therapeutic purposes, just to ride, but uh, but we have experimented with horse and wolf programs by, side by side, and they have been amazing. Wow. Mostly because the wolf brings, the, um, there's a certain... Um, Energetic um, intensity and, uh, and and aggression, if you will, that the predator brings, and then the 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 gentle giant, you know, the horse, uh, uh, you know, as a as a prey animal, brings a a different, um, uh, a different mood. the to the therapist has been extremely beneficial.
1: Mm. Yeah, I just wondered if you have to keep them at some distance (laughs) from each other. Or do no no, 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 they they adapt. Yeah. They they,
3: they lick each other's faces. Wow. Wow. yeah, Yeah, they walk side by side, yeah.
2: That's beautiful. Oh, I love that. Um, and and one of the interesting thing about uh, your book uh, tale was that you arranged it in like so many different realms. Uh, you know, one of them, the wolf heart. Um, you know, awakens that type of thing. Um, where did those realms come from? Was that your personal experience or your study of the wolves or both?
3: No, it was uh, it was my personal experience. It Was a way for me to uh, to organize. Um, the the philosophy I've developed around wolf and and wolf interventions um, on nine cognitive layers, if you will, that help people understand uh, how deep our connection with the the wolf goes. Uh-huh. So, because many people, you know, hear the word wolf and they think about the wild animal hunting deer and elk, which is accurate but uh, I see the wolf as so much more. So that's only one expression, one manifestation of the wolf. Then, the, you know, for as far as humans are concerned, the wolf exists, in my view, in different, uh, at different layers. I call them realms and a mythological layer, an ancestral way, and a, uh, in our hearts um, um, as in a ritualistic way and so forth.
1: Mm, yeah. Mm. So so in the in the first realm of of uh, you call it the wolf heart awakens in your book, is this the connection? Is this our primal connection, that thing that we all have in common that we're hooking into? I, I think one of the first stories that um, you have in your book is a, a woman who, you know, for all intents and purposes, seems agor was agoraphobic. You know, was having a lot of other things, but no, none of the psychologists could get her to even step outside. And right. her first connection with a wolf, <laughs> she she went right for it. I, I mean, you know, so so what is it about the wolf that you know? How did it connect?
3: Well, the wolf, uh, like I say in Realm Six, in the in the cosmic wolf, uh, the 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 cosmic meaning of the word. Wolf is heart.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So they they are, in, ter- in terms of the human experience, they are the the heart of, of uh, our connection with the natural world.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, so um, I put that chapter first because without opening the heart, nothing else matters. Right. right. I mean, we can talk all day. We can sound smart and philosophical. But without an open heart, we are, we are just entertaining ourselves. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so that's why, for me, it's first. Mm-hmm. You know, address mm-hmm. that, address and opening that healing, and you can continue, you know, deepening from there. Mm-hmm. So, in the in the case of the young woman that you you describe, what I believe is that the wolf gave her the, you know, touch her heart and and that connection grounded her, mm. and that groundness uh, allowed her to put one foot in front of the next, almost in um um. Almost in a hypnotic state. I think, you know, going back and really looking at this at the at the scene, I didn't put this in the book, but I felt that a part of her was not she really didn't realize what she was doing, mm-hmm. that she was actually walking in nature and mm. and with bee pollen and with dirt and crunchy leaves and all the things that would completely throw her into an episode mm-hmm. uh, um, otherwise, and she was. I mean, the the connection, and I. And I can attest to the connection, that connection with the walls that affect uh, in myself. I mean, the, when I started the, the organization, I had no clue what I was doing. I was going into the most insane venture. Imagine, I mean, that was ten years ago. When <laughs> mm. I know there was this guy that that, you know, until then was just traveling and teaching, and all of a sudden he has a pack of walls, and he's inviting schools to visit mm. and, and propose that we're gonna do therapeutic program with the most wounded young people and mm. wolves, mm. it sounded completely, completely insane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I never saw that. I mean, it never crossed my mind how insane it, sound. yeah. it sounded.
2: And yet here you are today <laughs> yeah. doing this amazing healing work um, with the wolves and humans. And, and that's what, I mean, I love that. I love that you, you realize this seems to be a very crazy idea, but here it is. And you didn't even know exactly what you were doing, but I know that you were led. You were led through it. You were guided, obviously, through this, without a doubt. And that's what makes it so beautiful and pure and special. Yeah.
1: And and I think people might be interested in where your wolves come from. We've all heard of, you know, wolves showing up as sort of half breeds and this kind of thing. And then people have difficulty with them. Where did your wolves come from?
3: Sure, thank you for that question. So many times I, I forget to uh, clarify that. Uh, and people think that I just go into the wilds of yeah. Montana and I <laughs> uh, trap the wolves and I bring them here for
4: therapeutic right. Yeah,
3: right. No, so the wolves, I mean, currently we have 35 wolves on site. Um, we are growing rapidly. We're probably going to double that in the next 12 months.
4: Mm.
3: And all these animals um, are bred in captivity at legal and illegal breeding facilities across the country. Mm. Then they are, they are bought as, as pets, mostly illegal. And,
4: mm-hmm. and,
3: and some of them are full wolves. Some of them are, are wolf mixes with dogs at different, mm-hmm. different degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so private, you know, illegal ownership. And we have a bunch of animals from fur farms where they were being raised for the pelt. Mm-hmm. And we have a couple of animals from just small-time zoos and, or illegal, illegal zoos. All right.
2: Well, well, hold, well hold, that that thought. Thought. Yeah. hold that thought, Teo. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to have you finish
5: that up when we come back. While summer is the absolute best time for swimming, cookouts, and much anticipated vacations, it's the worst time to endure the pain and embarrassment of unexpected gas and bloating. Bloating oftentimes isn't triggered by how much food you eat, but rather what you eat. Some foods are difficult for your body to break down, and those undigested particles pass into the colon and produce uncomfortable gas bubbles that make your stomach swell and bloat and can even lead to weight gain. Enter your summertime savior, Dr. O'Hara's award-winning probiotics, an exclusive formula of prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics. This probiotic powerhouse helps your body break down food that is challenging to digest, so gas and bloating are significantly minimized. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available in convenient blister packs, perfect for traveling. Discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself this summer. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics at Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and other fine natural health retailers nationwide. Also available online.
8: Today, more than ever, new technology is being created to help humankind.
9: Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call vitaminlife.com to order at 866-998-8855.
7: Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150.
2: And we're back. You're listening to Conscious Talk, a radio that makes a difference. Our website is ConsciousTalk.net. You can find the names of our guests. We have a guest page for everyone. We also have the book titles and uh, a way to get to our... um, our archives to listen to the show again we also podcast and when you click on the book title it will take you immediately to amazon.com where you can purchase the book we make it very simple for you to do that we hope that you support the people that come on our show particularly people like tail alfaro who has this wolf um, you know sanctuary and i'm assuming tail that you do take donations correct
4: Yes,
3: absolutely. So Wolf Connection is a nonprofit organization, mm-hmm. and we exist uh, thanks to the generosity of thousands of donors that um, support us every year.
2: Good. Yeah. And folks, if you can open up your hearts and donate to WolfConnection.org, that would be great. But also, by this book, you're going to learn a lot about yourself and our true connection to nature which is what we have to get back to on this planet if we hope as a species, I believe, to survive. Yeah.
1: So, um, Teo, you were telling us that, you know, where you get your animals, where the wolves come from. Some of them are dog, you know, mixed with dog breeds, et cetera. And people have mistakenly um, been trying to keep them as pets. And they're not really pets, right? I mean, they're not meant to be pets.
3: No, they're not meant. I mean, they're gorgeous I mean a, a you know a little wolf or wolf dog puppy imagine a dog puppy with but a little wilder yeah mm-hmm. so they are extremely adorable
4: mm-hmm. and,
3: uh, and but they grow faster than dogs so within six months you have a, a wolf in your living room and wow. and then people begin to realize that it may have not been such a great idea mm-hmm. and and they either uh, try to give them up abandon them mm-hmm. or you know, the wolf starts howling, starts escaping, starts mm-hmm. eating the furniture. It starts, <laughs> yeah. you know, going after the neighbor's cat. Mm. And and then so the neighbors complain, and then uh, authorities come and seize, seize them. Yes. And the, the sad story is that, you uh, know, in, in a, a vast majority of these animals are all, all end up euthanized because mm-hmm. the moment any uh, government agency um, sees the, the animal, they terminate it. Yeah.
2: I'm yeah. sure of that, yeah. you know, which is and, and,
1: very sad. Look, I think that society has started to really um, get the value of dogs. Uh, and, and you know, they realize just they're working with different senses that we'll never get close to. And so many things, so many ways that they serve us. Well, uh, did dogs actually evolve from wolves? I mean, you know, you I, I have to think that Wolves have senses closer to the wild that have to be even greater.
3: Yes, they're both a lot smarter than dogs. Um they are um problem solvers, uh they there's no door or pantry or fridge <laughs> they cannot figure out. Yeah. Mm. So um and and they bond with their owner, if you can believe this, a lot more than a dog would.
4: Mm. So mm.
3: So if you have a nine to five where you just leave the house and you come back in the evening, you can never expect to have to find your house the way you left. it. Right. <laughs> Be, well, because uh, yeah, they, they they deal with anxiety by chewing, digging, by trying mm-hmm. to figure out a way to find you.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So, so, you know, they escape artists and mm-hmm. so on.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: So here we, we have a successful operation, but I have a full staff and we have a, a facility that is, uh, you know, suitable. uh for, for these animals.
4: Mm. Yeah.
2: So um, do you have, and just quickly, because we only have a little more than a minute left in this segment, do you have one particular wolf that you have uh, uh, that's special or special affinity to?
3: I can't answer that uh, without my wolf uh, hearing. Oh. Oh. <laughs> good
2: for you.
1: That's it. So obviously you love you... them all. Yeah, they're I... all yeah, special.
4: They're
3: all the same. Yes, yeah.
4: yes, they're all special. <laughs> yeah, Very obviously
1: good. you have bonded or, you know, and, and I always... You know, I I chuckled in the beginning in the first segment when, you know, I really get that the wolves chose you, Mm -hmm. you know, and and that they were ready to express what they needed to express. And they found a way. Mm -hmm. There's something magical about wolves. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that's my way of expressing that feeling. But um, I think a lot of us have that once you get past the old stories and programming. We understand that yeah. there's something very deep there. So when we, when we come back, we're going to talk about a couple of the other realms that you express in the book. Um, we're here with Teo Alfero. We'll We're talking about the wolf connection, what wolves can teach us about being human. And we'll be right back.
0: For most of us, the New Year's resolution to lose those extra pounds turns to frustration when the weight bounces back no matter how many calories you cut What you need is Power PH with Bio-PH, the most powerful alkalizing ingredient ever developed. The amazing effect of Bio-PH is that it buffers and removes the acid in your body that causes you to gain weight. Make your weight loss program work with clinically proven Power PH. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. Power up with Conscious Talk. Radio, that makes a difference.
5: While summer is the absolute best time for swimming, cookouts, and much-anticipated vacations, it's the worst time to endure the pain and embarrassment of unexpected gas and bloating. Bloating oftentimes isn't triggered by how much food you eat, but rather what you eat. Some foods are difficult for your body to break down, and those undigested particles pass into the colon and produce uncomfortable gas bubbles that make your stomach swell and bloat and can even lead to weight gain. Enter your summertime savior, Dr. O'Hara's award-winning probiotics, an exclusive formula of prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics. This probiotic powerhouse helps your body break down food that is challenging to digest, so gas and bloating are significantly minimized. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available in convenient blister packs, perfect for traveling. Discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself this summer. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics at Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and other fine natural health retailers nationwide. Also available online.
7: Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. And welcome back. You
1: are listening to Conscious Talk, and today um, we're talking about something that's really one of our favorite subjects. You know, you know how we love animals. We talk about animals a lot. We talk about the human connection to animals and and how we actually learn so much from them. Well, we're talking about uh, wolves today, and a wonderful book that will bring out a lot about wolves that you never knew it's the wolf connection what wolves can teach us about being human and we're here with teo alfero the um he is the uh owner the founder of um wolf connection and that's WolfConnection.org to learn more about that Um, But, Teo, you have a lot of wolves, and we were laughing during the break because, you know, they're all your children, so there are no favorites. And the fact is that, you know, wolves, they have a a great sense, a greater sense than we do in so many ways. I mean, I think there's a real reason that they're mythological uh, to us, because, there's a uh, there's a consciousness that's expressed through them, that we really have learned f- from as a human species. I mean, didn't they teach us in the beginning how to hunt and how to relate in a lot of ways?
3: Yeah, and that's that's only what science is beginning to to suggest that. Um, you the way scientists put it, we adopted wolf lifestyle mm-hmm. sometime during the last ice age, over the last hundred thousand years, somewhere in there, we, we began migrating like wolves, hunting like wolves, um, and most importantly, organizing ourselves socially like wolves. So the way we, a small village, a, a, a small tribal village is, in, is set up or the, the modern family that has mom and dad and a uh, bit of an extended family, uncles and, and grandparents taking care of the kids and passing them around. That's really how wolf pack works. Mm. So um, we, uh, and now science has has some theories that there was a couple of times over the last, uh, during the last ice age where we, we almost went ex- extinct. Mm-hmm. And there's a good chance we turn to wolves. For guidance or for co-assistance, mm-hmm. and um, we we pull through those uh, tough spots uh, together. Mm-hmm. Now, in what the wolf has shared with me, or the way I understood it, is that it, our relationship is much much older, and um, to the point that they they call themselves our twin, twin vibration, our twin mm-hmm. being, mm-hmm. Um, and that we came from the stars together. So before mm. we embodied, we were in a way um, one one vibration,
2: very deeply connected, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah so, um, you talk about realm two as the ambassador wolf, which is you know, I found really, really exciting and interesting. um, what is their power and and can are can they really? You know, help us with cognitive issues, that type of thing. Maybe you could explain that.
3: Absolutely. Well, what I, the chapter I call the Ambassador Wolf is, is straight up the stories and the um, uh, situations I've, I've witnessed here at the ranch working with, uh, with young people. Um, they have not a power, but each wolf has their own superpower. Mm. So here we have uh, at the ranch, we, we, carry, we we have created uh, like postcards, affirmation cards that each wolf have their own affirmation cards, and each wolf represents, you know, self-love, forgiveness,
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, open heart, um, uh, giving life another chance, mm-hmm. uh, voice, different different attributes, and and um, it's very interesting the way we use these cards because we, you know, the, the our students pick them without knowing. They pick him from a deck, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, time and time again, the card that they pick is, uh, speaks very deeply to each each of them. And mm-hmm. it's like, a, you know, they are guided to pick a certain card. Mm-hmm. And that is the beginning of a journey. Then they begin to um, be, build a relationship with that particular wolf. Mm-hmm. And the connection with the wolf, what it does, in my observation, is that it awakens a primal memory. Mm-hmm. So our our primal ancestor, or our primal uh, self, is already connected and healed and and bonded and and um, you know with an open has an open heart, uh, creative, integrated, all of it. So it's just that we have all these layers of socialized, learned behavior that is a lot more recent in terms of evolution, that covers. Uh, all that uh, source connection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what the wolf does is just bypass all the social learned behavior, all the you know hurt and pain and experience and uh, whatever happens in this lifetime, and taps directly into that primal memory. And that primal memory acts like a like a factory reset. Wow, well, yeah.
2: you know wolves run in packs, and there's usually an alpha. Um, and I'm wondering, are you considered their alpha, or does, does your pack of wolves have an alpha?
3: Um, well, there are different ways to answer that. Uh, so, so first of all, the, the, you know, in the wild, the, the alpha, the leader, is usually mom and dad. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a pack is usually mom and dad with two or three leaders of pups. So, mm-hmm. uh, so naturally, they are the older, they are the, the parents. They are the one that uh, set the tone
4: mm-hmm.
3: here at the ranch. we rescue animals that they come all as adults for the most part, and then they have um, they integrate each other in a different way mm-hmm. and we do have uh, a male and a female that are not paired with each other that that embody the presence and the decisiveness of of an alpha or a pack leader yeah mm-hmm. in terms of the of the um Initially, I used to be uh, more like a dominant presence with the wolves. And as the organization grew, I liked, I, I grew it in a more uh, community fashion. Mm-hmm. So I have a, a lot of my employees that have been with me for almost 10 years. Some of them, uh, they have a, a great deal. Uh, they command a great deal of respect from the wolves as well.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And, and, of course, we control the food, the water, and the space right so you know by definition we uh, you know we are the boss but there is a there's a clear distinction between what a, a wolf you know leadership or alpha is to them than to what what we are to them
8: yeah yes.
1: yeah okay. uh, you know you're wolves obviously you're captive wolves and um what about wild wolves? Is there still value? Uh, I mean, you know, we know we have our opinion mm-hmm. and, and we find that they're quite valuable being out there in the wild. But uh, do you see that value yourself that we should be helping to promote uh, having wolves in our world who are actually wild?
3: Well, absolutely. And, and, and the benefits are, are endless. I mean, first off, from a biological standpoint, uh, the anywhere where the wolf is, they are the apex predator. They are mm-hmm. the top predator in an in an ecosystem anywhere they live,
4: mm-hmm.
3: or, or above bears, above mountain lions, mountain lions, because they have the ability of the pack,
2: mm-hmm. the roaming pack. Mm-hmm.
3: And then, so if you cut the head of an ecosystem, the whole ecosystem crumbles. Right. So now the the prey that they used to hunt overpopulates that creates mm-hmm. issues with vegetation, creates issues with smaller animals, mm-hmm. with insects. With I mean, it's it's just a, a cascade, domino effect that that happens. You and, and and the studies have been done now in areas where the wolves have been reintroduced. How all of a sudden the ecosystem over a few years it starts falling back to place. Uh, You know, there's a a beautiful article written by a scientist friend of mine uh, entitled The Wolves Keep the Landscape Green. Right. Mm. Right. And meaning where the wolves are, everything flourishes. Yep. Mm. Um, Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And we saw that in Yellowstone when they were reintroduced. Yeah. How the land came back and the ecosystems fell into balance. Well, there was so much more. Um, for you to understand about wolves, folks. Um, A really good start would be to read the Wolf Connection, what wolves can teach us about being human. Uh, It's by Teo Alfaro. You can find out more about his organization by going to wolfconnection.org, and we would surely encourage you to uh, contribute.
2: Yes, please do. I mean, these types of things that Tao is doing um, are so needed on the planet right now and so appreciated. Tao, thank you from our hearts to yours and to your wolves. We thank all of you for being present at this time on this planet. Really appreciate it. And folks, we appreciate you tuning in. Have a beautiful day. We'll see all of you next time right here on Conscious Talk.
7: The latest trend to hit the store shelves has the whole country buzzing. Cannabidiol, or CBD, might just be the greatest discovery of our generation, and it comes from a plant that is not so new, agricultural hemp. Yes, after 70 years of prohibition and misunderstanding, hemp is back to help you stay healthy and balanced. Growing research is showing that we have a lot to learn from the remarkable hemp plant. Nutrient-rich products like Plus CBD oils, total plant complex concentrated products provide broad-spectrum nutrition, including fatty acids, plant sterols, cannabinoids, terpenes, and naturally occurring vitamin E. From seed to shelf, all Plus CBD oil products provide the highest quality hemp-derived CBD products available. And are offered in a variety of delivery systems and flavors to suit your needs ask your local independent health food store about plus cbd oil products by CB sciences today and learn more about the cbd evolution at plus cbdoil.com that's plus cbdoil.com
8: conscious talk radio that opens the heart and illuminates the mind